Hello, Mrs. Tango. Hello, Mr. Tango. I'm going to tell a joke. Do you okay. Want to, you want to hear the joke? Yeah, I want to this hear the joke. This will have our listeners rolling on the floors. We're going to start recording once a month. <laughs> <laughs> Every month. Do you believe it? Not a minute yes, of it. Yes, you do, because we committed that we're going to start recording the last week of every month. And I know that we're going to get abuse from Jay on that. Always. We have, uh, for any of you that have managed to hang in there with us over the last, really, two or three years. Since I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's been, it all started back when I lost my job. Oh, even before that with my mom. Yeah. Well, it started with your mom uh, getting really sick and passing away, although that did result in the wonderful One or More to Tango and my <laughs> singing on the air. But since we lost the job and had kind of a crisis, had to move cross country, we were apart for about a year while you were trying to sell the house. And then when you got here, it was COVID. COVID. And then... We had all kind of crap that just happened. We had uh, something with a relative who had a family crisis and had to move here cross country and live with us along with two little kids for a while. And then, you know, we've had a podcast here and there, but in terms of regular, then we had family travel. Then we both had. We had COVID. COVID. And then I had pneumonia. It was a pretty severe case. Of what? Rockin' pneumonia. And the Boogie Woogie Blues. Didn't have the Boogie Woogie Blues to go along with it. That would have been more fun. But so we we think we've got everything about as cleared off as we can. And we plan to record the last week of each month. Tonight, we have a very special couple that's going to help us kick off our reboot. You may know them from Twitter as Not Your Average Mr., and if you don't know him, you certainly know not your average missus. She has gorgeous red hair. And she posts photographs about every day, once a day. Once Seems a day? Seems like about once a day. And I have noticed that quite often it's in something green that really goes well with that hair. And we'll talk more about them. We met them in, in Naughty, but I will just say the one thing you're missing in those photographs on Twitter is she has the most amazing smile. And when we'll talk about this more, but when we met them in Naughty, I never saw her that she did. And she's got it on her face right now. It's just, it just lights up a room. And so we're going to talk about their journey into the lifestyle, and, and we're just really excited to have them. So, Mrs. Tango, before you pour that Tito's, <laughs> how about you kick us off? Today is Friday, January 20th, and you are listening to Two or More to Tango. So, your names on the air again are, because they don't want their real names used, but... Uh, James and Kirsten. James and Kirsten. So we will try to remember that. Trying to remember them also. <laughs> <laughs> so we met y'all at Naughty in New Orleans. And Thank you for breakfast, by the way. Yes, indeed. You're welcome. Um, oh, yeah. And 
Let me just start out with how long have the two of you been in the lifestyle? Just over a year. Yeah, it's, it's been an amazing year. There's been a lot of events and a lot of travel in this year, but we thought about it for a decade before we jumped in. So we had already gone through everything in our heads. We were ready. Backing up, how long have y'all been together? Ah, 32 years. We met in high school. Wow. It, Completely I mean, monogamous for 27 years of marriage. I'm 26. Like I don't know. Math is hard. It's a good thing she's pretty. And <laughs> I'm halfway. <laughs> so you've been together that long. Uh, what made you do? Well, let me ask this, if, if you don't mind. How did y'all meet? Did you say high school? High school. Yep. Met in high school and uh, got to know each other better through like uh, church youth groups. Yeah. We come from a very religious background. Yeah. Very. So did he pursue you or did you pursue him? <laughs> she has a great smile, but that's not the thing I remember <laughs> noticing first. <laughs> Are you about to tell the, the real story of youth church trips <laughs> behind the scenes? Well, there, was, there was none of that either. We were, we were really good kids. Like, yeah. And probably were in a good group that had no purples. Purples? Yeah. 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 Yeah, we were really good girls. friends for like a year. Yep. And then like just it took a long time for us to finally admit that we wanted anything else because we were such good friends. And yeah. it was like, no, 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 I've been there and ruined other friendships. Yeah. The answer is friends. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work, Stan. Well, no, we definitely stayed friends. We just added yeah. more. So how long did y'all know each other before you got married? Five years. Yeah. Yeah. Years. Graduated high school, started college. Yeah. Thought we could finish college before getting married, but yeah, we couldn't wait. <laughs> because with our religious background, there was a lot of waiting going on. Indeed. <laughs> so when you fast forward 25 years-ish, 20 years, yeah. you, just, you have this discussion, do we do this outside the marriage thing? Do we not do this outside the marriage thing? Um, that's how smart people might've done it. We just had, uh, some friends over that were really good friends. We had them over all the time to our house. They're great people. We still talk to them all the time. And, uh, we decided we liked wine a lot. We drank a lot of wine and then, you know, one thing happens to, you know, and we're very flirty people. And uh, we did an accidental soft swap, but we didn't know what to call it at the time. And, of course, the next morning, all of us are like, what have we done? Yeah. Can this, can, can we go on? Is are this the end okay? of the world? You know, is it over? You know, all of these things, which I was looking for answers. I was looking for help. I found all y'all's podcasts. And I could go through a list of, like, my you know favorite people, but yeah. you guys were one of them. And I, when I do something, I, I'm a, don't know if you do the Enneagram stuff, but I'm a one. I like to research and get things right. And <laughs> so I listened to every podcast Yeah, and listened to every podcast for a lot of years. And we kept discussing it. And eventually last fall, last fall, well, fall oh, 21. Yeah. Yeah. All 21, we decided it was time to full swap. Uh, we did that. And then 
<laughs> then we went to a lot of different events last year. <laughs> uh, a lot of events. <laughs> we so, overdid it. So how long did y'all, how many couples, how long did you soft swap before you decided to go to the next step? We'd have trouble. The memory's a little foggy on the time, but because you like a lot of years, wine, <laughs> yeah, m- more than five years of thinking about it, um, less than ten, but somewhere in that area. Okay. Did you the first time that you? Well, I mean, it, it sounds like you. <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking, we accidentally soft swapped. <laughs> Oops! What's that? Well, you know. <laughs> Okay, you know, it starts out with parallel play, and yeah. thing, you're, you're within arm's reach, yeah. and you know how it is, and <laughs> it was it was lovely, <laughs> and we realized we really liked this. And it sounds like you didn't have any of the, the jealousy issues or anything like that. Oh, no, no. I, I, I killed any kind of jealousy that I had in me years ago, because at, at one point... I, like I said, I'm, I really get into my work. I get into my hobbies. I get into things. And when I get into them, I go head first, full speed. And I got so committed into so many places that I became basically uh, emotionally unavailable for Kirsten. Physically unavailable. Physically (laughs) emotionally unavailable. And so she ended up confessing to me that she had a crush on somebody and I was, you know, just devastated. I, and I went through this processing and I realized the problem was me. I was not available and I needed to win her. So I was not going to be jealous. I don't see any benefit to being jealous. So I shifted gears and I decided I will win her every day. And so that's what, spurred me into being the best me I could possibly be because nobody's more important and I really enjoy our life together. So I made it a priority. So now my hobby is, uh, it's her. This girl right here. Yeah. Kirsten. Yes. He said, he's, and we have had the best year of our lives for yeah. sure. Um, Traveling the world, going to events. Yeah, it's been awesome. He, he is, he's had a, set a very high bar for the rest of us guys, so we may just have to edit that part out. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't do jealousy. Just don't. Yeah, well, I mean, you've been together a long time, too, right? That helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and we share everything now. Intentionally, yeah. we're very intentional about communicating. And you're not, I mean, I think. And you have to be transparent as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's obvious. we know each other too well. You can't really hold something back. You know, he can tell if I'm slightly off, and he kind of gives me that look yeah. like, Are "You okay?" And I'm like, "I'm fine." <laughs> no, really. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, there is this one thing. Yeah. yeah my <laughs> oh, guess is, like- as long as you've been together, you're in that kind of read each other's mind mode. <laughs> yes, we've definitely both sat at a table with a couple, and I've thought I want to go for hours and thought I was staying because she was having a good time. And then when we go to leave, she's like, I can't believe you made me stay there so long. I was just waiting for, for you to get done because you looked like you were having a good time. And so we're, we're definitely not perfect. <laughs> so do you all have signals? 
We have come up with some. Yeah. Yes. You probably can't tell them. You probably can't. You can't tell them on the air because then if you're with a couple and and, 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 it's she, a and she thing. says, oh, the harvest moon is mighty red tonight, which means get me the hell out of here. Uh, everybody will know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you use the signals much? Not really. Not too much. I mean, we can usually tell if we're genuinely like yeah. feeling a vibe. But if there is any question, then I yeah. will use them. <laughs> we started trying to use them. We've been together a little bit longer than y'all have. And we do kind of read each other's minds when it yeah. comes to things like this. Yeah. And, uh, there and was an incident before oh, we... I want to hear this one. Before we moved and we met a couple in a bar. And we sat down and she was, she was awesome. He was not. Mr. Tango knew immediately that there was nothing there. But the longer we sat and talked with them, the better Goober. he got. Yeah. <laughs> Goober. Um, because we had, we had to get to know him yeah. before his actual personality came out. Mr. Tango yeah. realized that, oh, she's changing her mind. <laughs> <laughs> the um, and we realized too some of the signals that we came up with it's like oh that's something I accidentally said and it's like no I didn't I, no no not not I think one of them was if we said something if we used y'all as opposed to you guys um, you guys you guys uh, <laughs> anyway um, well you know one thing that you said there kind of reminded me that uh the not your averages, where that came from. As we've traveled and as we've met coupled couples, it's like it's unusual to find a couple that's been together as long or longer than us. And so combining that with being here in the very conservative, you know, Midwest Bible Belt, what we do is not average. Right. And I've taken it beyond that. I really think that the way we love each other is not average. So you know, that's what it means to me, and that's where it came from. It's certainly not that, you know, I'm the hottest thing out there. <laughs> now, she is, but that's my perspective. I just meant it from the we're not what you expect when you look at us. I like it enough. That, um, oh, look at that. So that's great podcasting. That's great radio right there. <laughs> Wait a minute. Not equal... And then micron. Not equal to average. Oh, yeah, the, gotcha, gotcha. Mu is the, in statistics, the symbol for uh, population average. So. Uh, so when y'all get ready to go out and meet up with some folks, how do you normally choose someone? Or connect with them. Or connect with someone. Well, we really haven't locally yet. We've got some people we've talked to. Um, it's... <laughs> the only people that we have met and had any, uh, what's the word we want to use, the time with here in our home state Encounters. were people that uh, we were going to meet in England and they flew here for a conference and we had been chatting on the group feed for uh, Kate of Wonderlust yeah. Swingers. We had been bed chatting hoppers. in bed hoppers. They were having an event in London, and there was a chat group for it. We decided we'd fly to London and go to this thing. And so 
So they were here in uh, our state, and we got to meet up with them. So they are the only people in our state that we've ever had fun with. Local. That's our local, our only local connection. They, they're not from the country. Now, there's some people we are chatting with and had dinner with through another group. Yeah, another, another podcast. Event. But there's not a lot of people we've met locally without some connection like that. Yeah. Is it a matter of all of our play has been event based? Yeah. Is it a matter of there just aren't that many people or you don't feel comfortable spend with a lot, that. you're not comfortable with people that are right around you? A lot of it's scheduling. Yeah. Like the couple that we've been talking to, actually a couple of couples we're all really highly interested in each other, but the timing is so difficult while you're living normal life. Yeah. When we're available, they're not available. When they're available, we're not available. It, it's you know always something. Well, that and the apps take a lot of time, mm-hmm. and I don't like cold chatting. She hates <laughs> messaging. Hate cold chatting. And if you try and use Kick, she is so turned off. I better off. really like you if I'm willing to kick <laughs> with you. <laughs> Not my favorite app. No, even on Instagram, <laughs> if you would like to chat with not your average missus. Oh, yeah, not on Instagram. Okay. Well, it could be either. You need to comment on her posts for a long period of time. She'll get to know you in public, mm-hmm. and then she'll answer the DMs. Because every once in a while, I'll check out her phone, and she's got like 500 messages she hasn't even <laughs> checked. She's like, no, I don't look at I them. I don't know those people. Unless I know who they are, I don't even read the message. I'm the opposite. I can't handle the little bubble. Like, I have to read the message <laughs> so the bubble goes away. So uh, why don't you tell people what your Instagram name is? If you want us to know. Yeah. Not your average missus. <laughs> very, uh, very complicated. And I'm on there with not your average yeah. mister, and I have one post ever, and it's a picture of, her nude on the balcony at the first event we ever went to in Cancun. <laughs> so Mrs. Tango. Okay, at not average Mrs. There yeah, you go. Not average Mrs. Yeah. Not average Mrs. So I Mrs. Tango. Except there's a search ban. You're not going to yeah. find me. Anyway. On Instagram, you'll find her. Just not on Twitter. Uh, Sibian, because we talked so much about them and et cetera, et cetera, gave us a um, discount code. So if a listener wants to buy a Sibian, you use the code. And I'm thinking we need a code for not your average misses on Instagram to where you say, <laughs> okay, here's the code. I heard it. Now you've got to respond to me. <laughs> I like this. I like this a lot. So it's not random. It's somebody that actually heard you on the podcast. Right. There you go. Guess I should try that. I, I like this idea. <laughs> so maybe it's just uh, they, if you want to talk with her, just say, hey, heard you on the podcast. There you go. That would work. <laughs> I'm um, actually friendly. I just don't like the whole whole messaging thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a thing. But once you get to know her, she's amazing. Yeah, it really surprises me because the, the, the back and forth that we've done, you were just very... You oh, just, I'll you just all day with somebody I've had interactions with and kind of know a little bit. I don't even have to meet you. Like, yeah. if I see you interacting with other people that I know and I can tell you're a good person, mm-hmm. I am perfectly happy to chat. <laughs> awesome. Even So she messages with a lot of different guys that she's gotten to know on Twitter. And my screen, my background on, on my phone is her, and you, you know, you're, 
Yep. She gets this grin when she is messaging with a guy. She has this <laughs> grin that is so beautiful. Like she just glows. And it's one of my favorite things is to like walk in and she's messaging and she gets this guilty but very but happy not. look because she knows she's not guilty. And it's one of That's my favorite fun. things about our adventure that we've been on is seeing her when she's, you know, messaging and it's amazing. Do you just, you're, you're, it's hard to imagine you looking guilty. I can, I can imagine you looking a little naughty though. <laughs> oh. Probably more what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that mischievous look. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's got it. I love yeah. it. So y'all said that most of your um, interactions have been on lifestyle event at lifestyle events. Where have you gone? So our first event was a Room 77 takeover in Cancun. And then we went to oh Kate's birthday party. So she put on Twitter that she was going to have a birthday party in Nashville. <laughs> and we we're just like, oh, we can drive there. So we went. And we got to so meet the very best people, Jay and Angie and Andy and Dave. And like I'm terrible with names. Yeah. As soon as I try and remember them, they're gone. But we met... Uh, Monogamish was there. We, we met the best people on the planet and had a great time and decided, you know what? These are our people. Yeah. We need to go to events where we can see people like this, that just instant friendships. That we did PCAP. Yep. Then we went to PCAP Palm Springs. Yeah. And then after PCAP Palm Springs. Naughty. Naughty in New Orleans, which is my favorite event that we've been to by far. Hers is PCAP. And then uh, after PCAP and Naughty, we went to... Oh, we went to Bed Hoppers and... Yep, we went to London. We got to spend uh, an amazing week in the Netherlands with Kate and Mm Daryl. And then ride the train from the Netherlands over to London, spend three days there, Mm -hmm. go to the Bed Hoppers event. Uh, She had an amazing time at the Bed Hoppers event. And uh, after that... Keto. Oh, and then we went to Hito with Casual Swinger and uh, Mickey and Mallory and Kate and Daryl. And yeah, oh, it was awesome. That was. Had you been to a Hito Desire, one of those places before? Never. Never. What we've told you is everything we've been to. (laughs) Because with your traveling, the one thing that is on our list. And we have been teased that we were the only old-time podcasters, the ones that have been around since the early days, that have not been to Desire. And yeah. all of our friends, and you know them all, you know, and um, every time you see somebody post about Desire, they post the picture of the beach, and they go, ah, my favorite place again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. That, that is on our list. I mean, how can I? After being to Hito, I'm, I would love to go to Desire, yeah. but when we have the available funds, we're probably going back to Hito. <laughs> so, so tell me about your experience with Hito. It was a really amazing place. So I was really worried, and you were even worried, that being nude would be a problem. We had some anxiety about it because it's different when it's clothing optional. Hito, yeah. like the nude side... You you got to be nude. I was amazed at how comfortable 
we were immediately. Now, I always had this little thing in the back of my head that like I would walk outside to go fill our water bottles by myself because, you know, with her, nobody even notices that I'm probably there. <laughs> but when I would go outside to fill our water bottles while she was getting ready, I was really worried that management would run up and be like, no, not on Thursday. No, we have people in to work on the air conditioners today. You can't. Oh, like, I always assume I don't know the rules and I'm going to break uh-huh. them. But no, it was great. Yeah, it was an interesting like dichotomy because for the second before you take off the clothes so you can, you know, actually be nude, you're like, okay, here we go. And then you take them off and you're like, oh, that was really not that bad. And then later in the week, we were going to go on an excursion off the resort. So we had to put on clothes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you're like standing in the lobby waiting for transport and you're wearing all these clothes and it just feels so weird because you're surrounded <laughs> by people who are not. It's like, I feel awkward. I have pants on. This is weird. It's like you're that like, show. Oh, we- it just feels so weird. We watch a, a game game show. Kind of, sort of. Out of um, the UK that um, it's a dating show. And you see the contestants see each other naked before they see it's each other. It's called Naked Attraction. So they start with only, you know, this much of them that you can see. And then they ask questions. And then they lift it up and you can see more. Now they start with the genitals in the bottom is what you see. <laughs> and then they eliminate somebody and ask questions and they keep going up until you see them all. And <laughs> and then they and then the contestant has to go back and come back out nude to when they pick one of the you two would love it. It's called Naked Attraction. You'll probably have to go find a place to download it. It's, I can't find it streaming anywhere. But, um, uh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you you know, it's funny (laughs) when we, way before we were in the lifestyle, we went to fantasy fest and of course, one of the big deals is the women, uh, getting painted and Uh have you done that? Um, no, no, that's, I, that's what I want to see. I want to see her painted. <laughs> well, next time you go to naughty, they always have the painters and they're good. Oh, cool. And you, what you want to do, cause we've used that. In fact, this shirt that I've got on, there was a glow night and it's kind of a adult Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And the, the painter did an accompanying one on her, on her top. <laughs> Oh, wow. And it's kind of Cheshire a, Cat? Cheshire Cat. And it's kind of a way yeah. we cheat. We really, we, all these years that we've done this, and we say, why do we stress about theme nights? Nobody really cares. But we do. And it is one way to kind of cheat because we just have her painted, and then that takes care of one <laughs> night. But long before we were. But in, I have to really suck in my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> we're working on that. We're working on that for both of us. But anyway, we went, to, we went to Fantasy Fest, and like I said, we were not in the lifestyle at all. And like, there is no way I'm going to walk around the streets topless. But I did. Initially, it was very scary. But once you're painted and you're in the environment, and there are every third person you see, every third woman you see is painted, it's, it's, it's a natural thing. And 
Well, now You're not, I go to Fantasy Fest. <laughs> it's very fun. We had no idea. They have crews with a K and yeah. they kind of hang out and it gives you kind of a home base, you know, at Captain Tony's or one of the top bars. And we joined, joined a crew, so we did a lot of talking with them before we got there. We get there and we're hanging out with them and they're all very fun and was actually in a contest of with a friend of hers who could kiss the most women <laughs> that week, which was a big deal for you back then. It was. And the crew said, okay, we're going to help you win this bet. So we're in Captain Tony's, and they're just lining all the women up. And we actually have a video that I took of her on the, and then she was on the streets just going up and asking women if they would kiss her. And again, really big deal back then. We made a video, a music video from it. But we didn't realize until we got into the lifestyle that the crew we were with was, was a, a lifestyle was, crew. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. It was like, that's why they kept asking us about this. So uh, back to you guys. You have a lot of kids, right? We do. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. I'll edit that out if you don't want to, us to have that there. But one of the things oh, that... And contrary to what uh, Mickey says, the blowjobs are amazing. <laughs> She's just really good at everything. <laughs> you had to be there, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we hear from people that say, ah, oh, you know, we got a couple of kids. We really can't do the lifestyle because we got a couple of kids at home. What advice have you got for folks on that since you apparently successfully navigate that? Well, we kind of cheat a little because we have a lot of children. And so several of ours are old enough like, to stay with all of the others. So we kind of have built-in sitters. Legally adults, still living yeah. at home. And uh, they, you know, they have a job, but there are others that can help too. So in a way, we kind of cheat a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but when that's not the case, we also have grandparents who are more than happy to... Mm -hmm or take the kids for the week. So the biggest problem is figuring out exactly how to tell them where we're going. <laughs> so along, along that line, do you worry about your adult kids finding out? Well, they're kind of the reason we went with this. I, so they don't I want to hear the rest of that sentence. <laughs> yeah. So we're not out to our kids, but... You know, like I said, we were very religious, and we kind of fought this for a long time after that accidental soft swap. And then we sent our our oldest off to a very conservative Christian college, and after a year, they come back to us, and they're like, um, here, you need to read these books. They gave us a bunch of books to read, and they were coming out as gay. And during that process, it caused us to do a lot of soul searching, and we realized that really what it all boiled down to was love. Mm -hmm. And we really believed that love was the most important. And because of that, uh, because of them causing us to do this, this research and this soul searching, mm -hmm. uh, we're like, you know what? Um, we're sex positive. 
and we're going to jump into this head first. And we did. So we think that they probably would be really proud of their friends' parents. <laughs> if they came out. <laughs> we're yeah. not sure how proud they'd be of us. I don't yeah. think any kid wants to know that their parents <laughs> even have sex. It's like immaculate conception. <laughs> so I think they would be proud of us. Um, we're not going to talk to them about it right. until like they ask. And, and Kirsten has this line. She's like, okay, when they ask, I'm going to tell them, you're asking about your parents having sex. Do you really want me to answer? Or do you want <laughs> oh, to that's good. Your day? <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So, Just to be clear, this is the question you're asking. Right. Do you really want the answer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any weird guilt when you got into this? Not after we did our own. She's got a little bit of a look. Research. When I asked well, that. Initially, like when we had the drunken night well, yeah. thing, um, we all had to do a lot of, you know, thinking and talking and praying and researching and listening to podcasts. And we came through that and went, you know, it's either true that the cross is big enough to cover us or it's not. Mm-hmm. If it is and we are wrong that this is okay, so covered. If it is, and we are right, that he doesn't actually care so long as we are consenting to what is going on, right. then we're good. So, no, I didn't actually feel any guilt about that. Yeah, it's, yeah. strangely enough, it feels like it strengthened our faith. Like, we're, we're just very spiritual people, and we believe in love. Yeah. You know, whatever name you want for God, but we're not going to out-love God, and that's who we are. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we... I, I think that... I mean, we both were raised um, in very conservative uh, religious families, and I, you know, once we we first we started just girl girl, just to kind of um, fulfill a fantasy that she had, and in our brain we had kind of worked it all out, but I think you hit a spot where. It really hit you, not in your brain, but... Every sermon I sat through was directed directly at me. <laughs> you know what she's talking one. about. The preacher starts saying something, and it's like he's looking oh, yeah. at me. <laughs> we know. And I, fortunately, I have a friend who's a psychiatrist who deals with women's <laughs> issues, and she knew this about us and me and I talked to her about it kind of walked you through it and she yeah uh, it's funny because we we do know a number of couples that you know are people of strong faith and I think you've got an episode titled something like faith to orgy or I can't remember yeah the, we, we had one uh, one of the little in our stops and starts um, we did interview a couple that are really good friends of ours and the whole thing of, you know, them being very, very strict from a religion point of view. And then, you know, going from that to orgies and gangbangs and, and <laughs> that's what it was gangbang. Yeah. And, and, you know, how do you, how do you, which we managed to work, managed to work into our year. <laughs> so that's a good question then. 
so you've, you've, you've done a gangbang. Thank you for opening that door. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> kind of my fault. <laughs> I'm a facilitator. I get a lot of pleasure from seeing her have a good time. So I tend to make things happen for her. Compersion, right? That is not how that works. It was a little backwards, okay? (laughs) It was a little backwards, yeah. Uh, You can't just say that. You got to go through this. He had a work trip, and I went with him just, you know, for a few days away, left the kids here because, you know, we can do that. And um, on the way back, we found a club kind of on the way home that, you know, know, how you do, look up what's available. And so we went, we were hanging out at this club, and – you know, we chatted with some people throughout the night, and but we were kind of getting tired, and we thought we just going to leave. She chatted with a lot of guys. She she was scoping out the options the whole time and <laughs> had made some connections. It was a pleasant evening. What can I say? Yeah. Um, and we're getting ready to go, and there was this one lady there that he had kind of been looking at all night and just thought she was gorgeous, and oh, she was. Oh, my goodness. Smoking. And so he went over, you know, just to say, hey, thank you, beautiful I mean, like, literally, we're heading to the door. We've picked up our bag, our we're, everything. We're ready to we're walk gonna out. We're going to call it a night. And I just want to let her know that she is gorgeous on our way out. And she says, do you want to go play? And I turn kind of <laughs> the other way. Like, I just kind of turn my head for a second. Somebody walked by or something. And I turn back, and he's like, on and across the room and going towards the playroom. I wasn't wearing a tie, but she basically grabbed my tie and drug me into the back. I was like, to I have her guess way. we're going to the playroom. <laughs> <laughs> he has figured out he probably shouldn't handle it quite this way in the future. I was, I was really new. I didn't even know how to like navigate this, but she was gorgeous and wanted me to go with her. I couldn't tell her no. <laughs> So we were back there and her husband was back there and several of the guys I had chatted with were back there. And well, you know, one thing leads to another. (laughs) To another, to to another, another, to another. another. And so we stopped at five guys on the way home for lunch the next day because we thought it was appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get a discount? (laughs) No, we didn't tell him why we stopped. (laughs) No, no, I wanted to. (laughs) So, what are some of the things that are on your yet-to-do list, on your bucket list, or your well, fuck it list? I've yet to actually participate in an orgy. Yeah, no so orgies that's on my yet. List. You've technically participated in an So, do, uh, Jay and I yeah. argue about this. Define an orgy. Okay, my definition is five or more interacting. I don't know if that's the standard. Oh, my goodness. I was so close at, at Naughty. So close. There were five. Oh, there was more than five. There was like 18 <laughs> people in the room. So Naughty is my favorite event because the Dragonfly speed dating thing, I connected with this woman instantly, and she connected with me. And we managed to get together, and uh, Kirsten, uh, you know, we, we had a great time with them as a couple. And then I had an opportunity to just go and spend time with her alone because we do separate play also. And I, we go to her room. We're having a great time. We're about a half hour in and there's a knock at the door and some people come in and then the phone rings and some more people come in. And then there's like 18 people in, you know how the size of the normal hotel rooms are. Right. It's really full of people. 
me and this girl are the only people that are completely naked because we were in the middle of an experience. And, and these people just walk in? Yeah. So all of a sudden it goes from two people to 18 people. And I had never had performance issues before in my life. But when it goes from two to 18 and you're the only guy without any clothes on, it's a little weird feeling. And <laughs> she was so sweet. She's like, she, she put her hands on my cheeks and she goes, I am so sorry. I forgot you're new. <laughs> and her husband's like, you know how like you'll ask a bunch of people to come to your room. You'll ask 10 couples yeah. and like maybe one will show up. Yep. I asked 10 couples and all of them showed up. So here Been we there, are. Let's that. go around. Let's, let's do our, uh, th and they did everything right. This was amazing. They were like, introduce yourself, say your name, say your boundaries, say your rules. And we went around the room and did that. And after that kind of intermission where we had the, the break to talk about our rules and mm -hmm. what we were okay with, and our, I just was like, this is way too much. I, it's done for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a great half hour before you all got here. But I'm going to go and find out what Kirsten's doing and check on her because she was in our room and there's pictures on her Twitter with blue light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you scroll back to the blue light pictures, uh, she was over there having an amazing time I was with indeed. the blue lights on. And I, it worked out perfect because I get there and this is probably only a problem that swingers would have. I get to my hotel room door and I'm like, do I knock? Do I use my card? Do I text her? Do I just sit here and wait until there's no more noises? Um, how, what's, what's, what's the procedure? Yeah, what's the protocol? Yeah. I ended up very quietly swiping my card and opening the door, and they had just finished, and the blue light was on, and she was there glowing, laying back, leaned up against, it was awesome. Perfect timing. Perfect. Awesome. It was awesome. Yes, it was perfect. It was the perfect night, so yeah. Naughty was my favorite event, and I almost got to participate in an orgy. Instead, I was just present for one, yes. and then I left. <laughs> well, you really want her to be there when you have your first orgy, right? You know, I think so. Probably. Yeah. We, Although, I mean, if it's five, technically, you did in the playrooms there. Oh, the playrooms at Naughty are amazing. Were you in the group room? Yes. Yeah, we love the group room. Oh, my goodness. So there was one day where she got really triggered. So the same speed dating where I met a girl, she got triggered because people wouldn't. They, people took advantage. They took advantage <laughs> at the speed dating. So a bunch of guys saw this as their 90 seconds to, to be able to touch her. Yeah. Despite the rules, despite what Dragonfly laid out. And so she did not like that at all. And so that day was ruined. But I love the group environment. I love being the, the sights, the sounds, the everything about it. And so she's like, okay, we'll go to the playroom, but nobody can touch me. It's just me and you. We so I don't care if you find someone and you want to play. I am fine with that. I'm good if we play. I cannot play with anyone else. Yeah, she, she was just, she was triggered. She was done. And so we get to the playrooms and... You know how it is. It's so busy. We cannot find a spot right. as wide as I am. And I'm not that wide. I can't find a spot for me to lay down for her to, to have me. It's like, <laughs> oh, 
This is so we go around. We're making laps, looking yep. for a spot. And Kirsten sees a girl that I was flirting with at the first class that Kate put on that morning. And she's like, hey, how are you doing? This, Hey, we're right here. And she hooked us up. And then she was the ultimate wingman. And Naughty is my favorite event <laughs> we have ever been to. I can still see it. There's also pictures on her Twitter that's with red lights. Yeah. I think yeah. So. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I turn around. My brain is melted. I can't think. And I'm like, um, it's time. And she's like, here, you need one of these and you need some of this. And she was like <laughs> ready with the condoms and the lube. And just, <laughs> dude, ultimate wing I was massaging his back. Oh, she did. I was like the ultimate wing woman. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah. She was massaging my back. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a great time. I love Naughty. So for each of you, exhibitionist or voyeur? Oh, and that was our anniversary also. Oh. That day. <laughs> I'm an exhibitionist voyeur. I'm not really either. She, like, <laughs> she prefers one-on-one, door closed, take your time, spend three hours, and do it right. That surprises me a little bit. For some reason, just as outgoing as Kirsten is, she just strikes me as somebody who would be an exhibitionist. Not at all. I'm outgoing, but I'm not an exhibitionist. No. I'm not like like put off by it, really, but it doesn't turn me on. It's not like an added thing to be like, oh, people can see me. It's like, oh, people can see me. Yeah. <laughs> she really doesn't. Yeah, she does not enjoy being watched. And she doesn't enjoy watching as far as I know. I don't mind watching, but again, it's not like, oh, I really just want to watch. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Whereas I <laughs> love being in a big room. I love being watched. But, yeah. you know, things change. I could change. I'm still becoming. That's right. I don't know where I'm going to end up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we love the group rooms. Is She is yeah. quite the exhibitionist, has been forever, even before Lifestyle. You know, and it's just, we just find the group rooms invigorating, and it's just fun. And um, even if we're just playing by ourselves. Um, I love the energy. There's something Very much, there. very much. And, and I don't know how it is for y'all. The first time we went to a club and we decided to go into the group room to play, we were with another couple. We were very lucky. The very first time we went to a club, we met a couple, connected, then went to the group room. And we had never been to any club. We had never done anything With other anyone. than girl, girl lifestyle. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. At their house. Ooh. And we walk into a room, and you've got this big room with all these people having sex. And when we were driving back to the hotel, we were like, why did that not seem weird? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I'm in, right? I'm in a, this is live porn all around me. And it just seemed the most natural thing in the world. Exactly. I was very comfortable the first time in that experience, kind of experience. Just loved it. Have you had any bad experiences? Um, I don't think so. Other than the getting triggered at the speed dating thing, I'm... And that wasn't really an And that experience. wasn't really... An experience. When you say no, triggered, what do you what do you mean by triggered? Well, I mean, like they would the the rules were peripheral touch, you know, smelling, no kissing, you know, yeah. just kind of 
that sort of thing. And so then, you know, they say, tell each other your boundaries and, and you'll say you don't have a boundary, but if somebody puts their finger up your nose, you find that you have a boundary about your nose, right? Um, and so I started out saying, I mean, as long as people are following the rules, I'm like, well, I mean, don't put your finger up my nose because that's all I got, right? But then people were not sticking to peripheral touch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so um, on my clothes, don't put your finger up my nose. So then a few more people go by, and I literally had to say, um, don't move my clothes because somebody decided that if they moved my skirt up, they weren't actually breaking my boundary. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, no, <laughs> I stepped back and I'm like, uh, that's not what that means. You know? right. And so it was just that sort of thing where, you know, like there was a guy that I was sure was about to kiss me if I hadn't stepped back. And I'm like, you didn't ask if I wanted to be mm-hmm. kissed. And technically we're not even supposed to kiss if we wanted to in this particular setting, right. because that was part of the rules of the speed dating. And so, and I didn't really realize how it was kind of just stressing me mm-hmm. because I couldn't be sure that somebody wasn't going to try to break the rules until I turn from, you know, the last person I had been getting to know and I turn and it was somebody I actually knew. It was Scott from, it was Naughty, Scott Jim. from Naughty Jim. And I was just like, I literally lunged at him. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, a safe place. I need a hug. And he was like, I am so sweaty because there's so many people. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> and I didn't realize how badly I was just like, feeling that stress of not knowing that I could trust the next person wasn't going to make me have to step back again and say, no. So I owe Scott greatly because he saved that day. Yeah. For, for and yeah. I have the opposite experience. I loved every person that came and stood in front of me. It was just amazing. I feel like there's something powerful about physical touch. Mm-hmm. And I've recognized this for years, you know, we, we spent most of our lives in church and I noticed that all the women loved hugs. And so that's my thing. I'm famous for giving hugs and th- these women of all ages, and I'm not ageist at all. I really like age isn't even a thing for me. They would stand in front of me and put their hands up and say, I have no rules. You know, I have like a dozen women just say, I have no boundaries, no rules. You can do whatever you want. And it was just amazing because I could just, you know, give them a nice hug and a caress. And, you know, there was this, there's this energy that was so positive for me. And at the same time, she was having a very rough time. And if I had noticed, like if I had realized, I could have turned to him and said, this isn't working for me. But it just kind of was that thing. It just snuck up. It was incremental. And I didn't realize until I saw a familiar face and was like, Oh, I don't have to worry about telling you not to move my clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did y'all check out the dark room? We did not. We walked by it, but we did not. It go doesn't in. sound like, from what you said, you necessarily want to go in a room where you cannot see anything and, ha- it, and no. it wouldn't bother me at all and be groped. No. I mean, if I went in with a group of people that I knew and was okay with, right. that would be fine. But other than that, no. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably just be fine, but I don't, I come from a totally different paradigm than a gorgeous woman 
Well, what's interesting is every single woman I have talked to about that experience. They get it. I don't actually have to finish the explanation. Mm -hmm. I just say some people were taking advantage. And that's about as far as that conversation has to go because every woman goes, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what is on your list of things that you haven't done? Maybe that you'd like to do or maybe it sounds hot, but you don't know if you want to make it real. A threesome, a, a, an angel's threesome. I heard a comedian talk about threesomes one time, and he said, you know, an angel's threesome is two girls and a guy, and the, a devil's threesome is two guys and a girl. We've had a lot of two guys and a girl. We have had zero two girls and a guy. Uh-huh. I, you know, I just like to try it once, you know? Maybe I won't like it, but I need yeah. to give it a chance. I bet I mean, you he does like it. Once. Yeah, I'm, I'm betting you'd like it. Uh, Kirsten, are you by? I'm pretty sure yeah. I'd like it. Kirsten, are you by? Uh, I am not. Okay, because I'm just thinking I about the interactions. Was, but, you know, because that does have an effect on how those interactions go. But I'm I'm not offended in any way. I think women are soft and beautiful, but they don't turn me on. Uh, so so she's not against it, and <laughs> mm-hmm. these things happening is okay. It just, it's not something that gets her going. Well, right. darn. Whereas... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, way, I'm way more open. Mrs. Yeah, Tango yeah. sitting here going, doggone it. Darn it. <laughs> you know, we run into that a lot. I think this is why we have not had the angel threesome. <laughs> well, you know, we've talked about this, and we, we won't go into it in any depth. I think there's a lot of, of push for women in the lifestyle to say they're bi. Yeah. Even if there is some pressure. I mean, you. Oh, there's definitely some pressure. I've, you've had, I've had women, women that, tell me that um, I won't play with a man whose wife's not by. But I, I mean, I do think that there is a, a great pressure on women in the lifestyle to say they're by. I think there's almost an expectation of that. So I think it's very cool to just say right up front, that does not do it for me. So. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, enthusiasm really matters. Like, I don't yes. want someone being with me because. They don't really want to be, but they are because their spouse wants to be with him. So I'm like, no, I, I want you to be with me because you want to be with me. Mm-hmm. And I need to be with people I actually am attracted yeah. to. So I can't, and I just don't feel like it's right to be like, yeah, I can do mm-hmm. that when I'm really not going to be getting much from it. So, <laughs> so, so, so two girls and a guy, that shouldn't be that hard for y'all to pull off, right? Hadn't I mean, happened, well, it's only been a year, but yeah. hadn't happened yet. It wasn't like super high on your priority list. No, it so. was My priority list, so this was one of the things that I realized once we got to PCAP. I had no dreams or, or I had thought so much about what she wanted, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize why I was there. Yeah. And I had this kind of awakening at PCAP Palm Springs of, Oh, I'm a person too. I'm not just here to support her and help her get what she wants. I guess I need to develop who I am. I had no idea. So, Kirsten, do you have any fantasies that you think maybe I'd like to try it or maybe it's best to stay a fantasy? I would like to have an orgy with a group of people like, you know, that I'm cool with, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm not sure I would be into just a walk into a room and, play with whoever happens to be there, but an orgy with people that I am comfortable and know we all are on the same page would be a cool thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
I get that. Same, yeah. A safe that space. Would be good for me too. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be there. <laughs> so, what's up next for you guys? Uh, in about a month, we'll be in East Lamu Harris with Room Seventy Seven, and then in, uh, we've booked both PCAPs for this year. So we're, we'll be in Portland. We'll be in Miami. Um, I want to go to Naughty. I, we way overdid it last year. We need to back <laughs> down just a touch so that this is a sustainable thing. Because, yeah. <laughs> like I said, we, we went to the Netherlands, and we went to Jamaica, we went to London, we went to Palm Springs, and we, we Orleans, went to New Orleans. Tennessee, yeah, we, we Mexico. Mexico, yeah. Last year, we might have overdone it, but, you know, we're talking about 25 years plus of we want to have adventures. We were in, we want to be the best parents on the planet mode more than a quarter century, and it was our only focus, and we forgot about us. Now, we're thinking about us and each other and our future, and and this is our hobby. We like seeing each other succeed and seeing each other happy. So, so you're and, not, and you're not going about our kids. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not going to be that couple that has nothing to talk about except the kids. Oh, dude. So the, the thing <laughs> that we talked about that we want to do is when we're a hundred and whatever years old in rocking chairs on the porch, we want to be able to look at each other and get that sparkle in our eyes yep. and be like, I know what you're thinking about. <laughs> we want to make these memories and we want to have them be front of mind for the rest of our lives. I love it. That's awesome. I actually said, you know, if we, uh, not that anybody wants to have memory troubles, but if we did and started talking without remembering our children were in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I want to completely <laughs> scandalize them when they find out. Yes. I love it. Well, guys, we have talked for over an hour, and it doesn't wow. feel like more than about 15 minutes. I hope I didn't talk too much. Like I said, I'm an overshare. It's no, you are, we have been absolutely perfect. We have enjoyed this. <laughs> I just wish we were in the same room to just be drinking together and, and chatting. I do, too. I'm um, we have we have really really enjoyed it. Ten that Mickey and Mallory recommended. Yep, <laughs> that's what you're drinking. I am drinking Whistle Pig. Yep. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Yep, that's exactly the one I'm drinking. <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome. <laughs> so uh, we should probably let you guys go, but uh, we can't tell you how much we appreciate y'all being part of us rebooting this thing, and. Um, we really look forward to running into y'all somewhere. Uh, I'm yeah. sure we will. And Do you guys have any plans in the next year? Anything you're going to? Maybe naughty we, at least? We have, yeah, we have just really kind of cleared the air to where we can start making plans. We, I guess if we say it here, we don't have to say it after we're, y'all are gone. You know, we, we went through, with all the crap we've gone through, we just have let ourselves get out of shape and just have not felt the most lifestyleish with everything <laughs> else going on. But we have yeah. just set up a, a gym yep. in, an, in a spare room. We have a bonus room. Yep. And so we are committed to get into shape and to um, put a profile up. And we want exercise clubs to be here. for exercise, not for physical therapy. 
<laughs> Longevity, not recovery. That's, 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 exactly. That's right. Well, you know, the, the much delayed prize package that you're getting sent, uh, one of the things in there is the uh, Mrs. Tan- the two or more to tango tank top. By the way, pink or blue? Oh, we'll send you both. We'll send you both. We'll send you both. Typically, the only way you get one of those is you have ridden her Sibian or Motor Bunny buck. So you you have a IOU. You have a debt to pay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, But anyway, we we clearly could sit here and talk for another hour. And you got the bag. I, I was, that is I, our playroom bag. I was trying to remember if you had that bag, so we won't send you another one unless you want one. Yeah, uh, that, that, that bag travels with us all over the world. <laughs> it has been used quite a bit in the past year. Well, I, we need pictures of the travels of that bag. It's like the Travelocity oh, Gnome. Oh, that's what I've only been thinking. We can start that. This I is would, a thing. I want to see you guys posting pictures of that bag in a new place, like like she said, the Travelocity Gnome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, next trip, I'll, I'll take a picture and post it. Easy awesome. Right. So you're you're going right. to get pictures. Well, we're going to let y'all go, and we look forward to the next time we get to, to talk with you guys, and hopefully the next time we do, we'll do it face-to-face. And we really, yes. really appreciate y'all spending the night with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay. We loved it. Good night. Thanks for asking. We want to thank not your average mister and not your average missus. We really enjoyed spending the last hour and a half with them this evening. And it'll get edited down to much less than that, I'm sure. <clears throat> but if you ever run into those two at any kind of event, and with all the events they're going to, uh, it shouldn't be hard for you to run into them. We highly recommend you go up and introduce yourself. And you'll know her with that red hair and that, that incredible smile. It will not be hard to find the two of them. So that went a while, so the only thing we're going to do here at the end is say that we're, we're serious about committing to doing a podcast at the end of each month. And even if it's just a short podcast, even if we don't have a ton or anything really momentous to go over, we will do that. We are going to add to our um, podcast a toy review each episode. I don't know that we're going to get one in this one. No, um, I think we've gone late enough that we won't do one tonight. But um, if there's a toy that you're interested in, um, let us know. Send us uh, an email or a tweet, and we will yeah. see if we can yep. find it in our bag of tricks. Or we will go to uh, Casual Toys and just buy it to do the the review but yeah let us know and we'll review anything you'd like us to review and we do have a few though that we're going to talk about we we have some lined up i think the maybe the highsmith or the lush three lush three we started the lush three but we have not finished our our testing of that one yet it is a lot of fun we we played with it on two different occasions it's a remote control insertable 
where somebody that is in another state or the person across from you can control it. Uh, so that one we'll be reviewing. And then the High Smith, and you'll just have to look that up. That's a scary looking machine. <laughs> That's one of, that'll go in our, our bag of tricks of our big toys. And then the other thing that we're going to do is, I think just for fun, we have a big old box full of, of two or more to tango swag. And stuff. And stuff. And so we'll do a giveaway just for fun every show. And so tonight, we'll just kind of start that. And I guess the question will be, is if you're the first person to send us an email, and I'll give the email address here in a minute, or send us a message on Twitter, and I'll give that information in a minute. And if you can tell us... What color is my Sibian? So tell us what color Mrs. Tango Sibian is. And if you're the first one, we will send you a prize out of our prize box. Um, I think that's really uh, all that we want to do tonight. And we welcome you back on board. And if you're here and you're a new listener, we would encourage you to go back and listen to our other episodes. We start with our very first encounter with a couple in girl girl play and we talk about our journey all the way to here and if you are a listener who has been with us all this time thank you so much we really do appreciate you (laughs) hanging in there with us through all this and and again even if it's you know not the fanciest uh, episode we are going to start doing an episode um, at the third, uh, third or fourth week of each month. We'll try to do it the fourth week just to be regular. Our email address is two or more to tango, T-W-O, or more to tango at gmail.com. You can send us an email and we read every one of them. And our Twitter uh, username is two or more to tango at two the number two or more to tango and we're we uh will get we have been used to be very active on twitter and we're going to get very active there so you can send us a note you can send us a direct message there if you took a really cool picture that we're going to post here in a day or so cool i did not even know she was taking pictures and yes you did no, I didn't. I had no idea why you were holding the phone up while we were talking to him. I really didn't. I was like, what are you wanting me to know? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was paying attention to our guest. No, I'm I talking did. about last weekend. Oh, I thought you were talking about tonight. <laughs> no. I'm like, because you look really good tonight. And I'm thinking, did she take pictures while we were, you held your phone up at one point, And I'm like, why are you holding your phone I, up? I, I do look good. You might get lucky later. <laughs> So, with all that, like I said, if you can, if you're the first one to send us an email or a note on Twitter telling us what color Mrs. Tango Sibian is, then we will send you something out of our big old Tour Motor Tango swag box. And I think, is there anything else we need to talk about tonight? I don't think so. So, welcome back. And if you're new, hello. And uh, if you are new, welcome. Come on in. Set a spell. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it is definitely time for us to stop. <laughs> so with that, good night, Mrs. Tango. Good night, Mr. Tango.